Hi and welcome to Getting Into It. My name is Gemma Humphreys but you may know me as Dorkface if you read my blog or follow me on social media. This podcast is going to have a new guest each episode who I talk about life, love, fears, science, serial killers and weird and wonderful topics with. I want this to be a really fun way to discuss anything and really get into it where we can have real interesting conversations together especially in this age of tweets and likes. Thanks for joining me. I will try to tone down my accent if possible and I hope you guys like it. Find me on Twitter at DorkFaceBlog and you can find all the info for this podcast at Getting Into Pod. Now, on with the episode. Hello and welcome to a new episode. To anyone who might be listening, if I'm lucky enough to get more than one listener, that would be awesome. Um, today I'm speaking to the lovely Tanya. Do you want to introduce yourself? Um, I'm Tanya. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Some of you may know me as Sweet Allure on Twitter or blogging or whatever, but I'm the big old T. T-dog. T. <laughs> yeah, that's what I call you, the big T. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone calls that's me, normal. like, T-dog or, like, Mr. T. Like, I literally went through college being called Mr. T. Really? So there you go. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm just imagining you walking through college just being like, hey T, or hey Mr. T. Oh yeah, with my big chains on, like, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh god, this is a weird start. (laughs) Oh well, oh Um, well. Today I really wanted to talk about being feminine, Um, and when I approached you about this, you seemed really up for it, which is cool. Uh, Why did this subject appeal to you a little bit? Um, I've always felt that, like, I really struggle with it. And I know that sounds like really weird being a woman, but I don't know. Like yeah. I've always had this like internal struggle. Yeah. I don't know if you have that. Do you have that? Oh God, yeah. I mean, I was the youngest and only girl in my family and my mum was, um, I hate this term really, but like a tomboy. There's nothing yeah. feminine about my mum really. Oh, I totally relate. <laughs> yeah, so like, there was, I was no thinking female role model for me. Like, well, there was no one. God, of course there was a female role model god that sounds terrible <laughs> there was no one you know ultra feminine is what i mean yeah, yeah. no i totally relate like yeah. i was thinking about it for this podcast obviously yeah. and i was like i can't i think i can only ever remember my mum putting on makeup like once like literally because yeah. i remember i remember she used to get it out of like her little like you know like makeup bag and yeah. like she'd put it on the bed because we used to have like those big like wardrobes with you know a huge like mirror in them there's this middle panel thing yeah. and she'd put her makeup on so she'd put it on the bed and like do it and i remember every time she got her stuff out like i'd be fascinated by it because i just i never saw it so i it didn't was, know like, what special it was and rare. yeah yeah <laughs> and, like i remember playing with it and like thinking god what is this like i don't know it's just so weird like when I was thinking back about it but like yeah. my my mum was the same like I don't like the word tomboy but I guess yeah. I don't know where else to say but I know, she was me neither yeah <laughs> yeah she was like never really girly like I don't think I ever even saw her wearing a dress or even a skirt like really? she was always yeah. like yeah she was always really kind of like jogging bottoms or jeans yeah. and kind of that's my yeah. mum totally the only time she wears skirts or dresses now she does wear them but you can tell if she's wearing a skirt or dress it's like an occasion like something's yeah. happening <laughs> it's not like yeah. she's just going to the shops that doesn't happen um and the makeup thing oh my god yes i can remember growing up and my mum only had a very small amount of makeup and even now if she wears makeup it's the absolute minimum 
Yeah. Um, to the point yeah. where she'll spend like half an hour doing her, you know, I'm doing air quotes here, but makeup. And then she'll come downstairs and be, she'll be worried, like, does this look okay? And I'm like, have you got any on? Like, <laughs> you look do you know safe. what I mean? <laughs> Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I'm like, oh my god, yeah. mum, it's okay. You can like put a bit more on. You know, we it's okay to see it. And she always says, she's like, no, I want to wear makeup, but I don't want anyone to know I'm wearing it. I think she feels like it's like wrong to look like you're wearing makeup. I I, I get what she means if she wants to look completely natural, but I yeah. you know I never look completely natural. <laughs> so I'm like, hmm. Uh, so I can't relate to it really. But I get what you mean. I can remember playing with my mum's makeup as a kid. And you know do what? Do you remember? Actually, yeah. Oh, sorry. Oh my god. Like, do you sorry, remember god. those like weird like makeup things with the balls in it? Do you remember? Oh my god. And, do you mean like and, they, and you, you like, like move your brush around on top yes. of it? And, yes. uh, like, what the hell is that? <laughs> <laughs> I think they still do them now. I think. Like getting bronzers See, and stuff. Ah, oh, bronzers. Maybe it was bronzer. Mm, maybe. I don't know. I just don't remember what yeah, they were. I, I just remember these like balls so. in like these little things. I, I know exactly know. what you mean. And you just run your brush over. Yeah, my mum had stuff like yeah. that. <laughs> um, yeah, I can remember playing with her makeup and I can remember she didn't really care. But when I was growing up, like getting to a teenager and I was wearing my own makeup, I can remember my mum giving me some terrible advice, actually. <laughs> she thought it was like good what? advice, but I was like, oh god, no. <laughs> like even now, um, like don't get me wrong, she doesn't try to tell me how to put my makeup on now, but she'll, you know, she'll do that mum thing of, oh, you'd look so much nicer if you just did this or this. I don't know, I'm trying <laughs> to think of an example. Like, uh, like I like to do like, a cat's eye flick with my eyeliner and yeah. I do quite like to do that a little bit dramatic and my mum's always like oh no no you don't want to see that just a tiny little line and you know your eyes are this shape gem so and I'm just like mum I like you just like leave me alone <laughs> <laughs> yeah so we've never really connected over makeup or you know had this like girly bond yeah my mum's not girly at all she's uh she's much more likely to want to I don't know go hiking or she she was never one to do girly things i don't know yeah. she just weren't yeah and there was as i say there was then um me my dad and my brothers so i can actually remember um i felt like a real tomboy growing up and if i wanted to like be involved with the family like obviously if they were playing games or stuff it would be like playing football so i had to play yeah. football with my brothers and my dad and stuff so i never really had much girly time growing up until I got to like a teenager I think so I, d I think I do feel quite in between I definitely don't think I'm a girly girl but I know that it is there are girly things about me but yeah yeah I feel quite in the middle do you do you know what I mean <laughs> yeah I kind of go from like one end of the scale to the other yeah so like sometimes I feel like I'm really girly like I want to wear dresses and I want to be yeah. like makeup and I want to do my hair and then sometimes I feel like I'm the complete opposite. Like today, I'm just wearing like some jeans, some bikery boots and like a long sleeve top. But I yeah. feel so comfortable. But that's not to say that I don't feel comfortable when I'm girly. Yeah. I feel like I have to be in the right kind of mood to be girly rather yeah. than just like my normal kind of like everyday kind of. I think with me, some, well, no, a lot of the time, I'm just lazy. Girliness seems to take so much more effort and <laughs> I just can't be arsed a lot of the time. I just want to wear jeans totally. and a jumper and the way I feel girly in those times is, 
uh, I don't know, doing my makeup, as I say. But otherwise, I'm not really... Like, I do have some dresses that I love, but it will be, you know, am I going for a nice meal? Am I going out somewhere as an event or something? That's when I yeah. wear dresses. I don't go around the house in dresses. <laughs> I'm not one to be like, oh. Oh, by the way, I've totally given up heels. That is like Oh, I've, I've never thing. worn heels ever. But you, you and I are quite tall, though. Yeah. Exactly. Like, I think you're quite tall as well, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. I don't need yeah. them, definitely. And I just look like Bambi trying to learn to walk. It's just stupid. I can never walk in them. Ridiculous. So I don't even try. Uh, I, I think I've got one pair of heels, like, in the back of the wardrobe. They're just a plain black, black pair. And they're, like, emergency heels. I don't know what that means. <laughs> I've what got exactly does the that same mean? pair. <laughs> emergency heels like yeah. what kind of emergency will i be like oh, i need heels oh i've got oh, i've yeah. got a pair that are like these little boots yeah and like they're really nice and they're kind of comfortable but literally after like wearing them for about half an hour they just hurt my feet yeah like yeah. like why why do i why do i do it to myself like Honestly, i force that... my feet into them and then after yeah. half an hour i'm like no no it was a couple of years ago now that i just decided i'm not wearing them every time i go on a night out now i just wear uh, like little flats you know oh, i've got so a million better. little flats to go with every little dress or whatever i might yeah. be wearing I'm, i make an effort to make sure they're very pretty but i just don't do heels anymore because it ends up ruining my night out or what you know whatever i'm wearing them for it oh, ruins yeah, totally. it. i'm too focused on my feet and being in pain and want like oh god oh let's find a seat and it's like fucking hell i can't just have a laugh <laughs> it does ruin it for me it really does so i've just stopped now it's brilliant <laughs> it's fab i do envy girls who can pull off heels and those people who wear heels every day what? Oh, i don't know i just don't know how people do it yeah that's crazy like why <laughs> like obviously like if you're you know, I, I work in a, a town, like a city. Yeah. So every day I see these women walking around in heels. I mean, good for them. Like, if it makes them yeah, feel exactly. good, it it's makes them feel sexy. But, but like, at the same time, I'm upright. like, why? Why would you walk around hurting your feet all day? Like, it's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. I do think it's uh, it's just not for me. It's, that's definitely one of the uh, more feminine things. Feminine. I don't, don't even know if I pronounced that right there. I think I said yeah, feminine. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm definitely willing to give it up. It's fine. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think in general, I feel right in the middle of between, you know, what we'd call like a tomboy or a girly girl. And I, yeah. I'm fine being in the middle. Um, but I found if you do, you know, if you alter one way or the other, even slightly, you get labelled that way. Um, oh, which don't is even weird. get me started. Yeah, I can remember being labelled a tomboy uh, as a like a young child, and then it felt awkward whenever I wore a dress. Then it was like a thing, yeah. like "Ha, ah, you're in a dress," and then. I felt like a dickhead, basically. <laughs> you know, even if I wanted to wear the dress, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. See, I've I've had this from, like, different perspectives. So, yeah. kind of like you, I, I grew up with my mum my, and my brother. But, obviously, my mum wasn't, like, super girly or anything. Hmm. Um, but then, like, uh, my mum left, like, when I was quite young. So, I ended up living with my dad and my brother. Yeah. So, like, I've kind of had that, like, I've grew up around men. Yeah. So, I feel more comfortable... I don't know, not necessarily dressing like a man, obviously, but, like, just that bit more masculine side. Yeah, yeah. But then, like, when when I was about 17, I cut my hair short. 
you probably know me as I have short hair. Yeah, yeah. But um, like for me, that was feminine, and I know that sounds really weird, like because obviously there's a lot of labels around like short hair, you know. Yeah. The old stereotypical you're a lesbian kind of thing but like for me having short hair like made me feel sexy and it made me feel cute and it made me feel <gasps> that's so like, cool yeah that's yeah. interesting oh so God. like the pixie the whole pixie thing was kind yeah. of like it was cute yeah but then it's weird because then it becomes conflicting again because then you have all these stereotypes about people with short hair mm. but then I was feeling girly because I'd cut it short so, yeah. like, for ages, I was really conflicted about whether I should grow it out or not. And in the end, I actually grew it out. And then I hated it. And I was like, no, I'm cutting it short again. So I grew my hair for, like, two years just to have it all cut off again, <laughs> which is crazy. I know. Uh, but uh, now... Can I just say, that is a very girly thing to do. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> Thinking yeah. about it. Yeah, it is, actually. Yeah. But then, um, so I've had, like, short, very short hair for, like, 10 years. Yeah. And then, I don't know if you know recently, but I'm actually growing my hair again. Yeah, So. Yeah. I'm kind of like doing this like weird I'm going through that phase again where I feel like if I grow it but weirdly this time I feel more feminine growing it instead yeah. of keeping it short it's really strange like I'm always constantly like conflicted in my head about what to do but I yeah. feel like now I'm getting to that age like as a as a woman like not just a girl a oh, woman well. <laughs> I know, I know. As, a woman. <laughs> as a woman where I want to kind of like change myself like not in like I want to drastically change the way I look or anything yeah but I don't know like I feel it quite empowering that I can grow my hair and yeah. still feel good about myself oh. that's so weird to say isn't that weird <laughs> no I think that's amazing and you know what I'm a little bit jealous <laughs> because really? I do not feel like that like not even in inkling when you were saying that then like you found it empowering that you you can change that and you've got that choice and you know you can try it out and you can change your mind. Yeah. I don't feel like that. I use my hair as a mask, definitely. I think that's why I colour it sometimes. I was going to say, I do enjoy colouring it, but I think that is a big reason why it's like this huge mask for me. I would never, ever dream of going out the house with my hair up. Like, I struggle, like, even having it tied up. Like, that's how big of a thing it is for me. Really? I, honestly, I know, it's crazy. Like, the only person who sees me with my hair tied up is Gary. And I do struggle to even just pop over our local shop with it tied up. Like, I really hate it. I'd rather take it down. And even if it looked messy, I'd maybe put a hat on or something. But I seriously hate it being up. So that I think that's why I hate summer as well. Because obviously I want my hair up and out my face. Yeah. But I feel naked i don't know i just hate it i hate it so much actually that's, that's one so of the strange. things my mom always pulls me up on she's like oh you know when she sees me with my hair up she's like oh you look lovely with your hair out your face why don't you do that and i'm like no <laughs> yeah i don't have that at all i i couldn't dream i look on at people with short hair and oh my god i i do feel a lot of envy especially when it's like just you know gloriously cute it's just like oh. i just think you know why i kept it for so long because it's so easy like yeah. you really don't have to do anything to it yeah it's literally just like you don't even really have to style like well i don't i have really straight hair so like i don't yeah. even have to style it i just literally like blow dry it blitz it zoom, done do you want me to hate you <laughs> 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 yeah, but now, now that I'm growing it, I have to do stuff to it though. Yeah. Like, so it's really strange for me as a 28 year old woman, <laughs> like <laughs> after having short hair for literally like most of my life. Yeah. 
to have to think about stuff like that it's really weird like yeah. <laughs> it's so weird oh, like now i can like do things to it. like i can curl it i could put some of it up yeah. i could plait it like all of this <laughs> stuff like <laughs> it's crazy oh god yeah um i'm honestly it's actually this conversation's made me realize how weird i am about my hair like i don't even like having my hair out my face you know the way this is a terrible explanation but you know the way you could put like half your hair up and keep some of it down oh yeah yeah. just so it's out your face but it's still like down do you know what i mean like who's that singer ariana grande is that who i'm thinking of she always wears her hair like this i've noticed i enjoy that right but i still feel super paranoid about it like i'm so weird about my hair actually yeah i i wish i could cut it like super short um or at least just not be a freak about it but yeah i am a freak i don't feel girly actually that's the one thing i always say about it if i have my hair tied up i feel like i look like a boy and there's nothing wrong with looking like a boy but i just feel like i look like an ugly boy <laughs> i don't know it's weird not just any boy an ugly yeah, boy. yeah exactly <laughs> it just doesn't look good i feel like i've got a big moon face and if i have my hair down and it's done i just feel like it just helps a little bit i don't know oh god i'm such a i think that short hair for me was like that though i found that like it suited my my face shape yeah like really well so when i grow my hair it kind of changes the shape of my face and i I know that sounds really weird no no (laughs) i'm not not like some weird morphing human like (laughs) (laughs) got a triangle head all of a sudden but you know like i don't know it does honestly like, it makes me look completely different. It's really weird. Oh, no, We've gone on a massive tangent about it. I'm, like, <laughs> super interested in my face shape now. <laughs> I'm like, hmm. <laughs> yeah. I oh, think, God. like, with short hair for me, though, like, it, it helped give me more of a jawline, so it looks, like, a bit more defined. Oh, and yeah. I kind of, I don't know, I feel a bit more girly because I can see my chin. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can see my own chin. <laughs> <laughs> but, um... <laughs> I think that's what it is. When I tie mine up, I'm just I'm just a circle, so I don't like that. So that's why I want the hair down. I'm like, oh no, I can't possibly go out like this. That's fine though. I'm just a circle. (laughs) Oh god, that that was quite a tangent. I know. (laughs) No, it is actually interesting though. Like little things like that can really alter how you see yourself, and if you do feel feminine or masculine, and it's crazy. Um, I, f- I did find it really interesting though that you said you felt more feminine cutting your hair though as you say because that's you know against the typical norms I guess of what we'd expect yeah. um, that's really cool I, r- I really like that I, oh, I know I wanted to ask you actually before I forget um, about your wedding day because oh, this cool. is like a big thing for me as with the feminine thing um did you find that played into your decision making much or did it pressure you in any way when you were planning anything about your wedding so this is a touchy subject because i felt so pressure like so much pressure yeah. as a woman on your wedding day to feel girly yeah like i think if you were to ask nick the one thing that stressed me the most about a wedding it was definitely the dress and like I'm like like I said I'm not I'm I wasn't even that bothered about the dress, but like like for me like my wedding day wasn't about the dress. I know it is for some girls and that's totally yeah. fine. But like for me it was never really about that. Like it was all just you know it's about everything else. Like the dress was kind of like it wasn't high priority. Yeah. And I, but 
honestly, it was like the most pressure I think I'd ever felt ever. Like, oh my God. I almost had like a breakdown about it. Like, not about the dress, like, but about the whole wedding. But a lot yeah. of it to do with the dress. Like, so obviously you want to look amazing on your wedding day. Yeah. Like, you know, you're going to be photographed in it. Like, we had someone video hours and stuff like that. So, like, you know, there's a lot of pressure on you to look a certain way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Especially as someone with short hair as well. Like, I know that probably wouldn't have even thought about it for some people, but, like, obviously that affects, like, how much of you is on show as well as, like, a wedding dress. Yeah. Because, obviously, if you have long hair, you know, you can kind of cover the back of your neck or, like, your back or, you know. Yeah. It affects things. But, um... I just found it really, really hard. Like, first of all, I'm going to be totally honest. Like, I didn't wax or shave or, like, you know. Ha- I, I love had my this. Na- <laughs> I know. I had my nails done. I didn't have my my uh, toenails done, though. I just had my nails done because yeah. I know that they'd obviously with, like, putting the ring on your finger and stuff, there's going to be photos. But even that, like, I wasn't that bothered about that kind of stuff. Like, that kind of stuff doesn't bother me at all. Like, I didn't have a fake tan on. I didn't shave my legs. <laughs> like, I love this like so I think much. I did, but you know, like, I didn't like wax every inch of my body. Like, I'm not that kind of person, and yeah. I don't see why I should have done that for my wedding day because it's it's not me. Yeah, like I don't care about those kind of things. Yeah, it's um, like you're not going to be a different person for this one day. Exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, I don't really care about that kind of stuff. Like. I, I don't know like I'm totally for people that do but like that's the last thing I would think about you know like when you're getting married yeah. but honestly the last thing you're think you're gonna think about is like if you've got you know three centimeters of hair on your leg like no <laughs> one gives a shit like <laughs> if no one cares um I'm I had, hoping like, that my dress will be long enough no one can see anyway so I can just well not that's worry another thing it. like yeah. I had a floor length dress so like no one, no one's really going to see your legs. Like, no one really cares. I wonder if I can but, get away uh, with wearing Vans. And no one can see. <laughs> see I was going to wear Converse. Like, I oh, was. Oh, yes! But oh. my friend um, convinced me to wear, like, these little pumps that I got. Yeah. Um, which I was kind of happy about in the end. Like, the only reason why I didn't want to wear them was because when I first tried them on, they really hurt my feet. And I was like, I don't want to be wearing these all day. Because, oh <laughs> yeah. like, it's just going to hurt. But we, like, literally, I'm not even kidding. We, like, strapped up my feet so that they wouldn't hurt, like, all day so I could walk around in them. So oh it would have been a mess if you could see under my dress. <laughs> <laughs> like, my feet were literally, like, strapped up with, like, Really? Yeah, oh so God. that they didn't hurt. Just Aww. so that they looked cute in case they popped out the bottom of my dress. Yeah, things of course. That they but um, yeah, I even had like a makeup artist and I was really weird about that as well because mm. I went for a trial um, and and she was like, like I'd specifically found someone that was like good at like natural makeup Yeah. because, yeah. you know, I'm not super into makeup. Like I do it to make myself feel good. Like that's great. But yeah. I didn't want to have like a full face yeah. and look completely not like me because I thought, well, that again, that's, it's not me. Like... <laughs> like why would you do that (laughs) yeah but I came back from the trial and I looked in the mirror like because I think like when you're in like a makeup studio or whatever like you look really good yeah you know when you go outside into normal world yeah you need like normal world context (laughs) yeah and I remember like taking a photo of myself to like send to Nick or whatever and looking at it and just being like oh my god that does not look like me like (laughs) what but I kind of just went with it like I know that sounds kind of crazy after everything I've just said but I was just like you know what I don't want to stress about it so I'm just going to be like 
that's fine just do whatever like what do what she's the makeup artist she should do what she thinks like it didn't look hideous or anything i didn't look like you know a yeah. zombie or something. <laughs> but like it was just a lot more than what i would normally wear like it's just she put very a lot different of, like, blush you, and yeah. stuff on me yeah, yeah it was crazy but um yeah uh i had my makeup done and in the end actually looking back at it it looks absolutely fine like i'm really happy with it i think it looked gorgeous because i remember seeing your photos and you just look like this i don't want to use the word princess but <laughs> it did come to mind like a night i promise not a you know a good princess <laughs> i don't know what i mean by that like i know what i mean but i can't words what i mean just trust me i'm giving you the compliment <laughs> okay thanks thanks oh my god but i am actually worried about that um when it comes to planning my wedding i keep thinking do i want someone else to do my makeup now i want to take off as much um off my own to-do list for my wedding day so someone else yeah. doing my makeup would be brilliant i'm definitely gonna have someone else do my hair but my makeup i'm very yeah i feel like i'll be very fussy about my makeup i don't know I think mm -hmm. the one thing that like convinced me to go with a makeup artist is that I wanted it to last all day, obviously. Yeah. Like, and I just knew that if someone like that that did it, like she was a professional makeup artist for weddings, so like she knows yeah. what she's doing. So I was like, I think that was what convinced me to be like, it's going to be on my face all day. It's not going to smear. It's not going to go everywhere. It's not going to be like I'm not going to be like super shiny or anything. Like, um. So I think that was kind of the decider and I was really happy with it like it wasn't like I'm saying it was awful or anything but yeah it was one of those things that I was like super conscious about like Ooh, before yeah. the wedding not on the day yeah um, because it's this whole thing like anyway massive tangent but back to the dress yeah like <laughs> yeah <laughs> but it, it all ties into this thing like I was obviously there's all these pressures that come with like a wedding day like you want to be able to look your best you want you know there's all these pressures like should you lose weight should you do this should yeah. you do that and i just decided from the very start that i was not going to do any of it like i even had people at work come up to me and i was like oh so are you going to lose weight for the wedding and i was like why <gasps> no why? they and did I was like, why? not oh my god oh my god <laughs> why would i do that and they were like oh you know because that's what people do i was like but i'm not people like i'm me and if nick wants to marry me how i look now then why should i change the way i look yeah for the wedding day do you know what i mean yeah i was like i don't i don't want to do that like why would i do that oh my god i don't know That's i just went against <laughs> i can't believe someone actually asked that oh yeah god. oh god yeah oh my god i think it's kind of like one of those things as well that like people won't necessarily like come right out and say it but they'll like hint at it yeah like not in like a horrible way either like not like hey should you be eating that fifth slice of cake on your, <laughs> your wedding in three months it's yeah. just like it's just like a thing and like obviously with the wedding dress like it's such a big deal like everyone always asks about the dress everyone's asking how it's going everyone's asking about you know like want to see what it's like like do you know what you're having like mm. there's so much pressure it really <laughs> yeah. upset like honestly it it really upset me like I remember breaking down in tears like so many times about the oh wedding dress. This is crazy, isn't it? Because um, this is terrible to say, but this, this is, is quite normal for brides. And that's terrible, isn't it, to say? But yeah. quite a few brides that I know at least have little mini breakdowns planning a wedding. And it's like, what? What? This is meant to be like a happy thing. And it's just one day. 
but yeah we do this to ourselves and that's not me judging by the way i can like i'm the type of person who has a breakdown every day if i get a like, tangled <laughs> wire so i promise you that's not me judging that's me saying i'm gonna be the worst bride but why do we do this like why is there this pressure it's crazy oh my God. but like even like so my maid of honor is like my best friend from school we've known each other from literally like the get-go like yeah. I, she's been through like everything with me and she was like the first i think not long after i got engaged so we were engaged for a year and a half before we got married and not long after i got engaged i went and stayed with her and she was like let's go to some wedding shops let's try on dresses and i was just like no i really don't want to do that like that's not what i want to do yeah like and i think because I was so different and I had I wasn't that girl that planned my wedding from when I was like five like I had yeah. no idea what I wanted um I had no idea what would suit my body shape I had no idea what color I would want it was just ridiculous and like the thought of going into a wedding dress shop literally filled me with dread I was like oh, I don't want that yeah. and I think a lot of there's a lot of pressure around that as well like you know everyone goes and you go try on dresses and you put on this show for like you know oh. your girls and I was like that is literally the last thing I want to do yeah like, I don't like the idea of that actually at all no way oh my god I, I think that would fill me with dread I don't mind going with like one other person but I don't want it to be like let's get a gang together let's you know all oh. wait outside for me so you can all stare at me like no 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 <laughs> that's not happening oh god no I don't want that there's so many wedding things actually I uh that I think are traditional um that i definitely won't want actually there's a lot actually i'm not even sure i want bridesmaids um I, I i don't know what i want i don't want anything religious because i'm an atheist i i'm yeah. definitely not having a first dance like that is oh uh, we didn't we didn't have one <gasps> didn't you <gasps> oh no. this is interesting i think you're the we first person have... who i've spoken to who hasn't Ooh. really yeah so there was like we're not religious like our families aren't religious yeah our families are quite um really like different like in different ways anyway that's besides the point but anyway <laughs> there was things that like there was things that nick wanted that i didn't want that i'd had to compromise on yeah but there was also things that we would definitely like did not want so i didn't want to walk down the aisle on my own like my dad would walk me down the aisle but what i wanted to do was actually walk down the aisle with nick because yeah. I thought it was kind of symbolic that we were going in this together. It wasn't yeah. like my dad was giving me to Nick. Like, I didn't like the idea. Yeah. But then, at the same time, I'm the only girl. So, like, I felt like I was not letting my dad have that privilege because oh, he wouldn't right. get it again. Yeah. So, we did end up doing it, the me walking down the aisle thing, which is absolutely terrifying, by the way. Because <gasps> I am, like, literally, like, I hate any kind of, like, attention on me. And everyone turning to look at you when you're walking down the aisle is terrifying. Oh, my God. <laughs> I just got, like, chills thinking about it. Uh, Actually, I was like... Because like, I've never really thought about it, but yeah. I literally just looked straight at Nick and just walked straight forward. I ignored everyone. I was like, don't even look at the floor. Just literally look straight forward and just focus. Like, just don't. But, um, yeah, like that's something that I compromised with Nick but the things that like we definitely didn't want were speeches we didn't want any speeches we didn't want to have to give speeches we find that sort of stuff like super awkward like yeah. Nick is like super shy um I'm super shy when it comes to that kind of stuff I was like so I didn't want to put any pressure on anybody especially like yeah. best men and stuff like I think it's not really fair that they should be expected to have like speeches that's and true. stuff yeah yeah oh god um and the other thing that we didn't want was first dance 
Um, I do not want that at all. <gasps> no like, way. I think Nick did want one, but I think he wanted one because that's just what you do. Like, I don't yeah. think he'd actually thought about it because me and him, like, we're not, like, like I said, like, we don't want attention on us. We were just the ones that were kind of like, here's a big party. We're just going to go mingle. Like, yeah, I'm not standing yeah. at the front and everyone be like, yay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. like, we thought that like a first dance would be super awkward, like, oh, especially God, yeah. with our venue as well, because there was no real like dance floor. Yeah. And like, what at what point in the night do you just go, oh, hey, everyone stop. You need to all look at me dance. Oh, like... <laughs> oh my God. It makes it me cringe. cringe. I actually I know. hate watching other people have first dances even. I just, I watch like, oh, this is awkward. I, I do not like it at all. I hate it. And the, you just made me realise another thing that makes me cringe is, you know, the way, way, way oh, shut up, Gemma. You know, the way you see like Father of the Bride give the daughters away and stuff. I don't yeah. mind someone else walking you down the aisle. That doesn't bother me at all I, I quite like it i think but i hate at the end when, when people do that like give the hands away thing i'm like Ew. oh that's a religious the... thing oh yeah god I'm not you can that. choose not to have that like because that was one of the that. things that we got asked yeah oh god yeah no. i think i might just have my mum walk me down the aisle and then she can just stop and give me a little kiss and then piss <laughs> off <laughs> yeah yeah i'm not doing See, that hand nice. thing oh no <laughs> Gross as honestly well. Weddings yeah. is just like a minefield. Like there's so yeah. much stuff that you have to think about that you'd never even think about like ever before yeah. that point. It's crazy. Oh, so we, instead of like a first dance, we decided on a last dance. <laughs> so like okay. when everyone had kind of like gone home or was starting to kind of like leave, like they, we knew that like the playlist would end at a certain time. Yeah. So everyone came and got me, and then like Nick was absolutely fucking shit faced though. <laughs> That's and I hadn't amazing. really drank anything like oh. it's weird like because I was so busy talking to everyone and doing stuff like yeah. you don't really get a chance to actually drink anything like I, I had but like not enough for it to affect me anyway yeah. so like it was basically just him like grabbing me and like rocking me around and it was super <laughs> awkward <laughs> oh god oh, see I can imagine it the other way around I can imagine me being the drunk one and Gary just being like chill and keeping me up <laughs> yeah yeah i don't know but i'm not into the whole dance thing like gary um doesn't care at all about that so he's fine but he yeah. does like to wind me up about it because he knows it's like a touchy thing he's like oh we have to have a first dance and he's just winding me up and i'm like no it's no. not happening and i'm just i'm a bit worried about his mother-in-law with the wedding actually i'm hoping she doesn't get too involved because um, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to go into that, but I'm just, <laughs> just going to say, like, it is a bit of a worry for me. <laughs> um, mother-in-laws, though. Mm. Like, Nick's mum is, like, super girly. Like, she's oh, super right. glamorous. Like, she's super... Like, honestly, if you can imagine someone, like, <laughs> she wears... She's quite... Um, to say that Nick is, like, six foot five, she's literally, like, five foot two or something. She's oh. really small. Yeah. So, like, she always wears heels. She always has, like, a full face of makeup on. She's always got extensions in her hair. Oh she's God. always, like, super glamorous. Yeah. So when I first met her, I was, like, really intimidated. Like, yeah. I think that she, I didn't think that we would get on because we were so polar opposite. opposites. Yeah. Like, but... Oh God, you've just actually made me realise that's like another thing that I subconsciously think about. When I meet someone who is super glam and girly, I automatically feel intimidated. I feel oh, yeah, very same. intimidated by it. Oh, it's terrifying actually. Like I do worry, even at blog events and stuff, if I meet someone super glam 
I automatically feel like a trash bag and I feel like they won't like me which is so weird like I don't even know why that's a thing but I feel like they automatically won't like me that's I totally get that do you I don't know why I feel like that though yeah I don't know I'm very intimidated by super girly people uh yeah and I think I I try to girl myself up a bit if I know I'm gonna be around those people which is weird but yeah I, I think I do that I'm thinking of specific people now and actually I do find myself like super surprised when these people are nice to me or basically when they don't fit into these preconceptions that I've got in my head which is terrible but I'm like always shocked when they you know don't judge me for not being as girly as them I'm like wow you don't hate me which is so (laughs) stupid but yeah I do that I'm very intimidated by super girly feminine people actually same that's weird and I always kind of feel like I'm like they're the pretty one yeah and I'm kind of like the relatable one not in like I'm saying that because they're pretty they're not relatable but I I feel like if you know if I'm in a group like they'll be the pretty one and I'll be the one that I can like that can talk to me about video games yeah do you know what i mean oh my god yeah like, it's I... like we're putting everyone into boxes like okay you're the pretty one so what will i be <laughs> yeah it's really bad yeah. but i guess like but also like another part of this podcast is that like um i struggle with femininity as well at work because like i work in a company yeah. of 160 people at the minute and only 10 of us are female including <gasps> myself oh my so, god I work in an industry that is like very much male dominated. Yeah. Um so I struggle with that a lot. Like I feel like I have to make my like I have to make an effort at work. Like you know like put makeup on or not necessarily dress any different, but like I feel like I have to make an effort because I'm one of the very few women at work. I know that's really like really bad that I kind of force myself into that like pressure that like oh I have to be super girly because there's only like four women in the office <laughs> like but I do feel that that is like a factor as well. That's really interesting. Oh my God. I haven't had it to that extent, but I do know in one of my previous jobs, I worked as a social media manager and there was only like three of us, including myself, who were uh, women in the office and the rest were all male. Um, But I found that I turned into even more of a tomboy in that situation i think i was trying to blend in more yeah so i was like right i'll be the boy (laughs) you sort of think um yeah yeah i think i did actually yeah i went even more boyish like i only i can remember during that period of time i did only wear hoodies and jeans and converse and vans that was like you know the tops and jeans or hoodies would change but that was like my attire for like a year and a half that's what I wore. I never wore. And the other two girls in the office um, were girlier and they did, you know, come in in dresses and stuff. But I can remember, I think I already felt like I stood out. So I didn't want to stand out even more. Yeah. So I tried to blend in with the boys. <laughs> so I found it really interesting that you feel like slightly different. You feel the other way. Like you have to make more of an effort because you are one of the women. Oh my God. Ugh. You know, boys it's don't so have weird. this. There's no. None of this. They don't. <laughs> well, maybe they have some of it in some degree, but like... Nah. <laughs> wow. 
Yeah, yeah maybe. <laughs> okay, maybe they do, but um, I still think we have it worse. <laughs> like, do you think that you like change the way that you act around really girly girls? Like, oh, yeah. do you think? Yeah. Definitely. Do you? Definitely, I do. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> Is that clear? That was a yes. <laughs> <laughs> In what kind of way, though? Like, um, do you feel like you have to be? I don't know. I'm trying to think if it was me. Like, I don't think I'd change the way I am. Like, I would still talk about the same kind of things. Yeah. But I think I f- I'd feel like... I don't know. Um, Maybe I'd, I... I know that I do it, but I can't, like, consciously think of what I change. I know that I change the way I talk to them yeah. or act around them, but I don't know what it is that I'm changing. I physically try to be smaller and less clumsy because I'm quite a like oh, I'm just like a bull in a china shop I'm just like do, 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 and come and smash it <laughs> like that's how I see myself and it's fine I'm used to it but when I'm you know if I'm in a room with utter princesses I do become much more aware of how I move or um, project myself not just physically either um I feel I definitely don't swear as much. I feel like I'm quite uh, uh, naturally. Oh God, what's the word? Like I can be a little bit harsh in ways. Yeah. Not, not in attitude. Just you know, I'll come in and I obviously have a really common Scouse accent, and I'll swear without even thinking about it and things like that. And I do notice if I'm in that setting. I try not to swear as much. I try to put on my nice voice. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why I do, but I do. I want to be more demure, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. So I don't know. you want to get like their approval? Maybe not approval, because I don't think I'd ever get to the point of getting to their approval. I don't think I'm anywhere near them. But I just don't want them to judge me too harshly. I just uh... don't want to walk in and then be like, oh wow <laughs> you know what I mean I don't want it to yeah. be like oh no she can't sit with us I just I just want to just smooth my edges a little bit I think I think that's what I'm trying to do just smooth my edges a little bit whereas say if I was with uh, a group of like my best friends who I've known for years I'm 100% comfortable with um, I can feel girly I can be dressed girly um, but I can also swear and drink a pint. I don't drink pints, but I'm saying I could. <laughs> like, <laughs> I would have no yeah. issue with it. Um, <laughs> you know what I mean? I could act tomboyish and be a bit louder, and I'm totally fine with it. I still feel girly. I still feel like me. But if I am in a, um, a room with people, even if I know them well, even if I know they're lovely people, um, and they like me, I still do change the way I am slightly. I can't help it. Do you find you yeah. do that at all? or? I don't know. I think I try to, like, I think I'm not going to get too into much to psychology, but yeah. I think because, like, my mum left at, like, such a like, crucial time in my life, Yeah. I feel like whenever I meet other girls, I want their approval. Like, I want them to like me. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to get too deep with that because <laughs> we could be here forever. But, <laughs> no, like, I feel like... it is interesting, though, yeah, that affects Because, it. like, I've not... I haven't really had that, like that female role model growing up or you know someone to talk to about that kind of thing so like I don't know maybe I feel like I want approval from them but then I also feel like the vulnerable one 
Yeah. Because I've been hurt before by women in general. So yeah. like, I don't know. It's so conflicting. There's so many things that there shape is, you. <laughs> there is so many things going on when a girl sits down with a group of other girls. <laughs> Such an internal drama going on. Um, do you think you've, um, in terms of like friendship groups, are you right in the middle? Have you always had more girlfriends, boyfriends, or, you know, has it changed? Um, I think I've always been like more, I get on a lot better with guys. I think that's kind of the same for a lot of women like they yeah. feel that they don't have to put so much effort in with guys like you know you can just kind of you know banter with them yeah but I've always had like throughout growing up I've always had those like one or two really close female friends yeah but I feel like they're the same as me though like they're not like they are girly but they're not like that the end, extra end like they're not like super girly or yeah. yeah they're always a lot similar to me like I feel like I'm you know like I could just chat about whatever with them and like they would never judge me yeah so and I don't I don't think that's changed either like I've still got the same group of like small group of girlfriends that I've always had I think I do think I have changed slightly um but in, in a better way and not so much like my friendship groups have changed drastically I think just my attitude um to people when meeting uh, new people I think that's what's changed for me I can remember like in school growing up like as a teenager 99% oh my god I'm so sorry about that crash <laughs> it was a cat <laughs> she knocked a chair over oh my god okay ignore that anyway um like 99% of my friends uh, were female and it was only like one percent and I'm I'm literally thinking of one person here who's still like one of my best friends um this guy he was like very naturally charismatic and he could talk to anyone um he was just he's just one of those lucky people who can make friends with anyone you can put him in yeah. a room full of strangers and he'll be best friends with everyone by the end of the day so it was very easy to be friends with him and I'm still friends with him now but he was like my only male friend up to a point um until like my very late teens and then I started like I, th I suppose it was around my first proper boyfriend I started hanging with his friends and stuff um so I I think as a teenager I felt like I should only be friends with the girls um and now I'm obviously I'm just happy to be friends with anyone but I think when I meet new people, if it's a guy, I feel a lot less pressure. I feel like I don't have to make as much effort and I'm not even sure what I mean by effort. It's, I just feel it's just a bit easier. Um, yeah. I don't know. I don't know what I mean by that. It just feels a little bit easier. But I think most of my friendships are still male, but uh, sorry, female, but it's more like 60-40 now yeah that's 60, so 40. interesting mm. i would have thought that you'd be like friends with the guys mm, i didn't feel like that growing up i i wanted to but i always felt i don't know as i say I've, i grew up in a very male household so i was very I, I found it very easy to talk to guys but i just felt like i shouldn't i felt like this pressure to always be girly so i was always trying to fit in with the girls that because talking to guys felt more natural to me i think um i felt pressure 
like, no, I should be making an effort to be more girly. It, it's the girls who were like the scary yeah. thing for me. So I just tried to stay within that little friendship group. <laughs> but now, as I say, um, it, it's fine. Like I have uh, plenty of boyfriends, <laughs> boyfriends, <laughs> male friends, <laughs> and female <laughs> friends. <laughs> I have plenty of boyfriends. Gaddy's gonna love this. <laughs> Editing it. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, I'm very, very comfortable now, no matter what. I do find that it's uh, easier to talk to males for me from the get-go as soon as I meet them. But I probably, in general, develop deeper friendships with females now. Uh, yeah, after a I long think I can agree with time. that. Yeah. Yeah. But it takes me a while to get there with the females. Like, I can, I can become friends with a guy and we can hang out and it's easy and it's it's great and we have fun and it'll take me a while to feel comfortable with a female the way I would with that guy but once I do get there with the female then I latch on they're like my best friend oh there. god yeah, <laughs> yeah yeah I know that <laughs> yeah <laughs> like I've literally got like like um my best friend from school is Rosie like she was my maid of honor so yeah. like she's been like the one that I've kept in contact with but like when I was at uni I found it really hard to make friends when I was at uni um I went to uni when I was a little bit older I know that you didn't finish uni did you but like did you find it easy to make friends I did actually uni was uh really great for me I felt very very comfortable um and I actually did make a few male friends and female friends. like it was very split down the middle in uni like the group that I was in was sort of 50 50 there was no mostly male mostly female and I felt very sociable at the start of uni I felt very happy and like I'd made quite a few friends early on which I was very lucky for really yeah see I didn't have that like I went to uni when I was 19 20 I think I was 20 yeah so like although it's it's not a huge age difference like the maturity levels you can totally tell the difference yeah. like like you really can and because I wasn't much of a drinker either I found yeah. it really hard to go out and socialize that's so true when... actually because yeah I'm, I'm just thinking about all the times I was drunk so yeah, yeah. I suppose if I weren't but... doing that I, I don't know how that would have affected it so I found it really hard to make friends but yeah. then my course again was the opposite though like my course was mostly females and like one or two males yeah so I was kind of like thrown in with all these girls and like I'm still really good friends with um three of them I literally met up with them last weekend two of them with my bridesmaids oh, yeah. so like once I found them <laughs> I was like <laughs> you're now my best friend forever and you're not allowed yeah. to leave me so <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh god no yeah I was um I'd got to the point um by the time I went to uni where I was very comfortable um, making friends uh, with you know guys or girls it was fine really but I, I was lucky I think um, that's the one thing I miss about being maybe age between 18 and 22 I was a lot more confident then I know that's like a short period of time but it's yeah. really significant for me I was very confident I was so happy to meet new people I did not feel nervous ever um I I just seen everyone as a new friend you know that like yeah. super happy person who's super annoying that was me I was like <laughs> you're obviously a great person tell me about you <laughs> obviously I never said that but like that was my attitude I was like everyone's great I can totally be friends with anyone whereas now um 
I'm like riddled. I feel like it should go the other way, but I feel like as I've gotten older, I've become more riddled with insecurity. And now I'm like, well, this person's obviously going to hate me. So <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. It's it's become a little bit harder for me, I think. Although I still do put on a front. I've noticed that whenever I go to blog events and stuff, I definitely act confident. Um, I don't hold back, but I, it doesn't mean I'm not feeling it. I feel very, yeah. very insecure. I've got a friend like that that's like when I first met her she was like super confident um like really over the top like if everyone if you were in a room like she'd be the one that you'd be looking at because she was so confident but when I got to know her it's literally just a front like she's like I just fake it I just pretend that I'm this amazingly confident person because I'm so insecure (laughs) that it just seems to work though I think that honestly I put on a front all the time uh I think it's because I'm determined to make other people feel comfortable i think well i'll speak up and i'll be loud and i'll you know it doesn't matter if you laugh at me as long as you're laughing like i don't want anyone else to feel uncomfortable so i'd rather make a bit of a tit of myself sometimes um as long as i know the other person feels fine like if i'm meeting someone one-on-one for the first time which i'm actually going to be doing this saturday by the way can i just say (laughs) um i'm going to be meeting like a local blogger and stuff um I know there's a certain way I act with people when I very first meet them and it is just putting on that front. I want them to feel so comfortable that I will totally be happy to fill any gaps in the conversation even though I don't f- I might not feel that they need filling. I I might be very comfortable with this person already. I'm aware that they might not feel so comfortable. So I'm always like trying to, you know, big them up and, you know, keep the conversation going and act very confident and then I can come home and I can just be like exhausted from it and I'll be like oh my god they hate me I was probably the worst oh my god they're never (laughs) gonna want to see me again so I think I I do come across much more confident than I am definitely (laughs) I think so too like you not like in, in a horrible way. That no, yeah. sounds like I'm like, but <laughs> no, no, I <laughs> just like talking to you, like post meeting you. Yeah, which is weird because I think I've spoken to you more since I've met you. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Like, yeah, definitely. I know what you're. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I do yeah. get that. I I think um, it's good that I have the ability to put on this front, though. I I am grateful for it. Um, I think especially i'm just going to use gary as an example because i know we won't mind it's fine gary's much more reserved than me i'm much more shy when meeting new people and he will obsess over little details like oh there was this tiny gap in the conversation do you think they thought i was being rude or you know things like that like he will focus on things like that um and even though i may feel some of these things i don't show it i definitely put on like this confident front whereas gary can't he he will like close up and Aww. he will act awkward even you know he doesn't want to but he he is much more likely to do that and when i compare myself with that i do feel very grateful that i'm able to put on this front yeah um, but my front is never girly my confidence thing is never girly i'm always like uh I- i'm willing to you know i'm willing to talk up i'm willing to be the center of attention for a moment but only if you're laughing at me or laughing with me or like do you know what i mean yeah. I'm, I'm not comfortable being like oh look at me and like i'm i don't i can't be the girly one but yeah. i'll try be the 
knob heads who makes you feel comfortable <laughs> yeah that's what i'll try to be i went off on a tangent there but i hope that makes sense <laughs> no it does make sense but it's kind of like down to societal pressure though isn't it like yeah. they expect a woman to be like demure uh, is it demure that's yeah, what I, I said it before and i was like Am I yeah demure. yeah demure. but like you're meant to be you know subservient and you're meant yeah. to be the quiet one and you're meant to just stand around looking pretty and it's like no yeah and I, up, I, I, I don't chat. feel like i can do that i can't i can't stand around and look pretty because i don't feel that a lot of times so it's like what else have you got what okay i can make someone laugh i'll try to make someone yeah laugh. So, humor yeah, yeah. <laughs> basically you're just trying to make people laugh because like <laughs> on the inside <laughs> i don't know it, it is a weird one but i think i'm more comfortable where i sit on we'll call it the feminine spectrum um, as I've gotten older, I'm definitely more comfortable uh, where I am. I'm happy that I don't... Um, I, I'm not super feminine and I'm okay with it now. And yeah. I'm not totally masculine and I'm okay with that. Um, I, I think I do really just come right in the middle. And it does alter depending on who I'm with. But I know who I am now and what I am yeah. about. I'm the same. Like, I actually started researching this for a blog post because I, I told you before we decided on the topic. Yeah. Um, because I was really conflicted. Like, I think I've told you. Yeah, we said that at the start of the podcast. Like, I've, sometimes I feel really conflicted inside myself. Like, there's two sides of me. Yeah. But it's like, that's what androgyny is. So we are androgynous. Yeah. So sometimes we take on female characteristics. Sometimes we take on male characteristics. And it's like a mix of the two. Like, you're not predominantly one or predominantly the other. Yeah. You feel like you're kind of like, you interchange. So I didn't know that. Like, I was like, oh my God, I'm androgynous. That's what it means. Yeah. <laughs> but actually... I've noticed in terms of being attracted to people, um, whether I mean that in like terms of friendship or relationships or whatever, yeah. I'm always very attracted to androgynous people. Definitely. I love those people. Like it's always, if I like really fancy someone, it's usually either a female who's slightly tomboyish or a male who has a definite feminine side. <laughs> yeah it really is i like everyone just you know slightly to the middle <laughs> yeah yeah i totally get that <laughs> I, like like you know if you have you ever, are you following me on pinterest like have you seen my um Pretty like sure. fashion boards they're all like tomboyish or like androgynous and they're all female and i always think they look smoking hot i'm like i wish i looked yeah. like that <laughs> Oh my god! Like, yeah. how can they make jeans and a t-shirt and a leather jacket look so amazing? Like, I'm so jealous. I know. It's not I, fair. I think I do follow you, and I know exactly what you mean. And I'm pretty sure I've got loads of pins myself like this. And I'm, yeah. I do just stare at them like, oh man, I wish I was that cool. I wish I could look like that. I wish I could pull off that. You know, be right there. I, I wish I actually, yeah, I wish I could wear like really masculine outfits and still look hot and just like, oh my god that would be amazing to me i would love that i don't think i can i think i have to wear feminine things to feel pretty and i hate it i wish i could wear the masculine things and feel pretty hmm. so as we're talking about this like i've never like considered myself the sexy woman like i don't consider yeah. myself sexy yeah. i always go for cute yeah. like i'm the cute one like if i wear a nice pretty dress i'm cute i'm not yeah. sexy <laughs> yeah so I think that's kind of like in the same kind of thing like it's a feminine thing but like i never feel so feminine that i'm like sexy yeah like, i don't think i've ever felt sexy like that there you go listeners <laughs> i've just admitted to you that i've never felt sexy. i'm trying to think um 
I don't think... I mean, maybe I have on on small occasions for like 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah. oh God, that sounds really dodgy. I don't mean anything dodgy. I don't mean anything sexual. I don't. I just... I th- what I'm trying to say is it's, it's very brief if I've ever felt like that. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I don't relate to that at all. Um, I just hope I can... <laughs> Right, Gary would totally laugh at this if he was here, but I always say, I just hope I can win people over with my charming personality before they judge me too much. The reason Gary would laugh is because he'd be like, ha ha ha, your personality, really? That's what you're going <laughs> Like, that's what he says, and I'm like, you bastard. <laughs> but yeah, that's what I think. I think I'll get in there with my personality, like, yeah, and I, 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 like, grasp on that. I'm like, that's what'll keep me going. That's, you know, my good part, my personality. And then Gary's like, lol. I don't even think I've got that. I'm so boring. <laughs> like, I'm literally the most boring person ever. No, you're not. How did I manage to, to convince me to marry me? Like, fucking hell. <laughs> well, I. Oh, just, we, maybe we just wear people down. Maybe. Maybe. That's, that's the key. Yeah. <laughs> so that's the key to take away from this episode. <laughs> <laughs> exactly <laughs> just wear people exactly. down make them laugh uh don't stress too much if you're not very girly it's fine and if you are girly go you brilliant <laughs> seriously give me some i want yeah. some of that girliness i'm thinking of like bloggers specifically now who's super girly and who i end oh my god lima she's so gorgeous oh my god yes <sighs> I just, I'm scared in case I ever meet her. Yeah, she is. She is actually, she's sexy. She has like an aura of like. Yeah. And she's. I want her, I want her to be my best friend. Like seriously. I do, but I feel like I'd be terrified to meet her. I feel like, oh God, oh God, she'll hate me. She'll judge me. It's that thing. Exactly. It's all of these things we've spoken about. I feel like I'd be so intimidated by her, but. But she seems so cool. This is just turning into a love letter to her. I know. I'll have to let her know. I literally love her. If you're listening to this, I love you. <laughs> we both love you. <laughs> oh god, that no, sounds a bit psycho. Just saying. I think we should just stop. <laughs> yeah, this, this is a good place to stop. Yeah. Maybe at the end of every episode, I'll declare my love for someone new. So today was Lima. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> um, thank you so much for like chatting with me and having the most random conversation. I love this. I really love this. This is what thank I wanted you for to talk having about. Me. Oh, I feel you. like I have chatted a lot of shit though. I'm really sorry. <laughs> that, don't worry. That's the aim of the podcast. I should have just called it chat and shit. <laughs> Let's just chat some shit. So good. <laughs> That's exactly what I wanted though. I wanted it to be very informal. I wanted it to go off on a tangent. So yeah. this is cool. Thank you so much for doing this. Thank you for having me. Tell people how to follow you as well. Oh God, I have to remember my social media. <laughs> this was not part of the... <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, you can, you guys can find me on Twitter at sweet underscore allure. <laughs> oh, God. I don't so know why bad. I found that so funny. <laughs> oh, God. Or you can read my blog at www.sweetallure.co.uk. And she has the best Etsy shop ever. So go support oh, her. Go buy something because it's really cool and it makes a big difference. Oh, gem. You're such a gem. (laughs) Okay, I'm going to cut it here. Thank you so much, dude. This was awesome. Bye. Bye.